divine telepathic scroll dictated by the divine father Jehovah to his emissary Alpha and Omega. Divine Origin of the Terrestrial Sun The eternal succession of the solar luminaries. The Divine Lamb of God is before the suns. How a sun is born. How the suns die. Resurrection of the suns. Yes, little sun. I shall reveal to you the divine origin of the microscopic suns, of the ones that man is used to seeing through their microscopic instruments. The sun of the earth is older than any planet of the so-called solar system. From this sun many solar systems have come out, which are not in space anymore. Its own origin took place in another point in space, for the heavenly bodies have had movements and roots which have not been seen by the creatures of the present that is being lived. When these movements took place, the earth had not been born yet, neither were the suns Alpha and Omega in space. One must not confuse the present sun, which makes the planet Earth germinate, with the luminaries Alpha and Omega, from which the Earth was born, among infinite more worlds. Worlds of flesh. Worlds that correspond to a solar family in an infinite state of evolution. The sun of the Earth was born from the galaxy Love, and the suns Alpha and Omega in the very remote galaxy Trino. The galaxy Love and the galaxy Trino are galaxies of life systems of humanoids. Within them there are infinite worlds of flesh and of infinite evolutions. All their creatures of flesh are little monkeys in a solar evolution, which means that they are in the process of becoming divine luminaries of wisdom, for every knowledge becomes a magnetic brightness, from the most microscopic until they become colossal sons of living wisdom, creators of worlds and suns, older children of the Divine Father Jehovah. It was written, and he shall come back in glory and majesty, shining like a sun of wisdom. Every spiritual effort becomes a physical brightness which surrounds the body of flesh. This brightness is invisible to the human eyes. Nobody can see it. Only a few who have prepared for it. The Honorable Dalai Lamas know about this law. They know it by their own evolution. What is wrong is that being my laws universal, these children remain themselves in what is called hidden. The occult sciences shall pass as every philosophical tree that the Divine Father Jehovah did not plant shall pass. There is nothing occult in my divine creation. According to the intention given, one who hides something from my children 
he hides it from the divine creator, for I am in all the minds. Therefore, children of the spiritual science, apply the divine parable that says, he who has ears, listen, he who has eyes, see, he who has a mouth, speak. This means that every knowledge must be propagated and not be hidden. Every knowledge that could make the creatures advance must be taught. The spirit must not take anything with him when he leaves the planetary dwelling. On the contrary, if he lets the demon of the intellectual ambition deceive him, he shall be accused of intellectual selfishness in my divine dwelling. The occult sciences shall make millions of children feel the crying and gnashing of teeth, for all the seconds lived are judged, and each second of time used in life corresponds to a heaven. They correspond to the divine addition, which is the award of each spirit. This divine award has no equal, for it is an award of living eternity. It consists of visiting colossal worlds. To arrive in remote galaxies is to penetrate the infinite cosmos. In those dazzling silver ships, which the children of the earth call flying saucers, these trips shall be carried out in the year 2001, after the resurrection of every flesh which means all the species of flesh known. But not all shall be resurrected to children of 12 years old. One has to deserve it. The creature who has scandalized in the most various forms shall not enter the kingdom of heavens. And there are millions and millions who have shown their flesh to the world. The terrestrial beaches are witnesses of this violation of my divine commandments. The scandalous women who have exposed their bodies in the name of art shall curse having been born. Those who scandalize with the temporary fashions, who violate the divine sex, either one is a man or one is a woman, those who dress themselves imitating the opposite sex are scandalous, for they give the world reason to talk and gossip. Those who make love in public are scandalous of the principle of loving, including all those acts that are not taught by my divine commandments, which were given to the world for each life to be guided by them, second by second. Divine Celestial Drawing Yes, little son, I see that you are excited. Your brother Jose from the Israelite colony decided to read the new revelation. It is written that there is everything in the Lord's flock, despite the fact that the Eternal Father condemns the force used by Israel, 
I have sons who have not gotten completely corrupted. What is wrong about the oldest flock on earth is the material ambition. They want to have it all, even at the expense of sacrificing humility. One who does not cultivate the humility of the Lamb of God does not enter the kingdom of heavens, which is pre-existent to any promised land. The promised land is the spiritual trial that the people of Israel requested in the kingdom of heavens. Every explanation of the human destinies is found in the kingdom of heavens. All of them have come out from there, worlds and creatures. The people of Israel are not the first ones, and if the world knows them as being first, is because they were first in the divine revelation. This is true in the present human evolution. Nobody is first before the Divine Father, but one who has lived fulfilling the divine morality which are taught by the holy commandments, my divine law, does not mandate the use of force. That was a law in the past of the earth, when the animal force reigned over the spiritual intelligence. The instincts were first, and the intelligence had to struggle against them. Among all the instincts that still remain in the human genre, the force and its philosophy is the most destructive one. The intelligence that gives in to it turns it into its own living yoke, while the force reigns in the world the world shall never get together, as it has been happening to the people of Israel through the centuries. The divine revelation of the Lamb of God shall surprise them in a war between brothers. How shall this proud flock weep? They shall not be able to carry the little silver lamp on their chests a symbol of each one's spiritual purity. They despised humility, they who were the first to receive the commandments themselves. As older children, they have given a bad example to the younger ones, to the new nations. It was written, the humble are first, and the humble are the small nations, those who have been exploited by the older ones. Those who exploit one of my children exploit the Divine Father, for I am in the minds of every exploited one. It is written that the Divine Father Jehovah is everywhere. I shall go on now to explain the celestial drawing to you. In this drawing are the sons Alpha and Omega. The colors that come out from their centers are gases of solar fire. They are of infinite colors. These solar gases are living virtues, known in the celestial world as solar fluids. The solar fluid is a magnetic creative force. 
The force in the kingdom of heavens is a power that creates matter and spirit. It is not as that on the earth. The terrestrial force is destructive. It destroys what the own human intelligence has created. It turns out to be its own yoke. The solar fluids are the alpha and omega of creation. The solar firstborn sun said so. I am the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end, not the spiritual end, for the spirit has no end. It carries in itself the eternity of the Father. But the beginning by which one came to life, and the end attained by it. For each human action places a spirit in a different heaven, according to the intentions of his ideas. Each idea produces a fluid around the body of flesh. The color of the fluid is according to the intention. Of all the colors, the colors of humility are the most beautiful. For this color has a resemblance of the philosophy that reigns in the Divine Father's dwelling. Humility is a close relative of innocence. Both attract each other. Humility is the color of gold or golden. Innocence is of a white color. And there is no fluid or divine virtue that has not been born in innocence. The same innocence is in the remote suns a milky gas, which reminds us the seas of milk that exist in the planets of maternal philosophy. There the divine solar mothers are, taking care of infinite infant spirits preparing them for the future lives, which will take place on future planets. The solar virgins are virgins by a divine right. There are infinite forms of creating children. There is nothing impossible for the Holy Trinity. The forms of creating have no limits. The most holy virgin known by the earth is one of those divine powers, a power that anticipated the own human evolution. Behold the only cause of so much polemic in respect of the Universal Mother. The world shall know her in a new dimension. The world shall know her as the Most Holy Solar Mother Omega. Being her just one mother, she has been mentioned through the centuries by many names. She, being the mother of all the trinities, also makes herself be called I am what I am. Since for some, I am this or that virgin. And not only on earth, a microscopic planet, almost unknown in the universe, but also on infinite and colossal planets, which are not of the kingdom of heavens. Without a mother, nobody comes to life, and without a mother, no spirit can be born.
what is up above is the same as down below. And what is down below returns to what is up above. Everybody aspires to get the highest possible. Nobody wants to continue dragging themselves on dusts, known as planets, but all with no exception have passed through material planets. Matter is one of the infinite forms of progress. This means the divine universal mandate, thou shalt earn thy bread on the sweat of thy face, which was not only given for the human gender, but to infinite humanities, who have been following one another from eternities before, before the earth was born. The earth is not the first one, nor is it the last one. It is the great unknown one in the universal infinity. The children of this planet think they are the only ones. Thinking that one is unique means the supreme evolutional backwardness. The greatest ignorance of the own human spirit who still does not know how he came to life. It is a supreme pride which lies on the intellectual ignorance. The terrestrial being's ignorance is a product of error, for they do not take my divine commandments into account at all. Sciences are made and they do not even thank the Eternal Father. A complete forgetfulness of the creator of the human intelligence. Certainly, these ungrateful beings shall shed tears for every philosophical tree that was not planted by the Divine Father shall be pulled out from its roots. The terrestrial science is also judged as a living virtue and everything that has come out of every intelligence not only the human one, but of all my thinking children. In the celestial drawing, one can see a silver vessel. These vessels of a solar origin are a product of the own solar fluids. They are evolutions that have got to the point of ordering matter at the velocity of a lightning. This term is microscopic. They, the silver vessels, are the ones in charge of distributing the seeds or solar sparklets in the infinite space. When two suns fall in love, they follow each other throughout the space. They travel unprecedented distances, like the human beings who woo each other what is up above is the same as down below. In their first courses, the suns reproduce themselves in an expansive way, which means the greater the solar purity is, the greatest the reproductive magnetism. The solar laws are not known by the terrestrial science. It is time for the human creature to know the causes that took place for their own selves to be born to the human life. The preparations that took place eternities of time and space ago. 
time and space also have a birth, they also have a starting point, as the microscopic molecule has it. If uh, they did not have a beginning, it would be an injustice. Being all my laws common to everyone, my love of divine fire represents the living celestial communism of the Creator. One who does not follow my divine law of loving communism is not of my sheephold. He is of pride, of what is personal, whose selfish philosophy does not enter the kingdom of heavens. The so-called private property does not exist among my angels. They also do not know the selfish word. This is mine, for this philosophy corresponds to imperfect creatures who still live the sensation of possession. They are backward spirits who are trialed in their own tendencies. It is written that everything related to the earth is temporary. All the exploitative materialism shall be judged by the doctrine of the Lamb of God which means that it has just a little time left. A new science shall come to earth, an unknown science that shall unify everything, matter and spirit. It shall be a new world in which every humble and exploited one shall be extolled, and every big one and proud shall be despised. He shall be looked at with infinite pity. It is the crying and gnashing of teeth of every violator of my commandments. Everything that is left to the terrestrial humanity is to get ready for the final judgment. It starts with the own celestial science, and it ends in the year 2001 with the resurrection of every fair and humble one. Millions and millions shall curse to have known money. It is a damned cause for the great part of the human gender not to enter the kingdom of heavens. No illusion-driven spirit has ever entered. No spirit who got to know the science of good and the comfort of money shall enter the kingdom of heaven. The philosophy of money is not in my divine commandments. It is one of the trees that the divine father Jehovah did not plant, and it shall be pulled out from its roots. All these events shall take place when the celestial science, which explains everything, gets expanded all over the earth. The same doctrine, which is a living doctrine, shall take the role of an intellectual judge in each human spirit. This shall cause terror among the demons who have taken possession of the material world. The divine morality that the Father demands is the only one that shall predominate over all the others. It is the only one that shall remain on earth even if no human spirit remains on it. It is a triumph of the divine Lamb of God 
over all the demons who dare to violate the divine laws of the Creator. Life on Earth is a microscopic one in its duration. In respect to the Kingdom of Heavens, it is a sigh before the celestial eternity, as the life of a son is a sigh, which are since eternities before the Earth was born. Every planet has a divine creative beginning and an end. The end of the Earth has not come yet, but it shall arrive. Matter does not have eternity, it only turns into something by subordination to divinity. The end of the Earth is a moral judgment in a thinking world that has forgotten that first is the Lord and then the temporary comfort. This world was mandated. Thou shalt adore thy Lord and Creator above everything, above every pleasure, above every doctrine, above yourself. What has humanity done before this divine mandate? They have done the opposite. The demon of ungratefulness and ingratitude has overcome the human beings. Those who make others call them the representatives on earth are the first violators. They bless the damned arms with which my innocent children get killed. Knowing these demons that the divine commandment says, Thou shalt not kill, they trade with my divine word. They teach the material adoration. They are blinds leading other blinds. They persecute every thinker who does not agree with their ideas. In the past of the earth, they sent them to the stakes. Damned ones! No demon shall remain without his fair punishment. That is why the divine firstborn son said, Upon this rock of human selfishness I shall build my church. What he meant was that despite the violations that the men of the future were going to provoke, he was going to give them the same opportunity he trialed them in their spirits. The so-called churches do not pass from being trials for those who sustain them. The intention is what counts in the divine justice, and every intention perpetuates and or destroys its creator. The false prophets have fallen in their own law. The churches are not trees planted by the Divine Father, and they shall be pulled out from their roots in the human progress. Enough harm have they caused the world, twenty centuries of backwardness in the moral and spiritual level of which all the culprits shall have to render account. The only temple that the Divine Father left in his scriptures is the temple of work, the merit of every spirit, the only one that opens the heaven's door for them, the only one that never gets reduced to dust. The rest get reduced to dust. The material adoration is not of the Divine Father Jehovah's liking. It has never been.
not even in the Earth's past. The damned pyramids of the damned pharaohs returned to dust, for from them came out the temples that covered the Earth. They came out by hereditary inspiration. In the old world, it was more acceptable to talk to the world about temples. For those spirits had to pass the trials, which they requested themselves in the kingdom of heavens. Every spiritual trial is in direct relation to the progress that is lived. In the instant that every spirit returns or is born to the planetary life, for it is part of the same evolution, for one has to be very little, imperfect and humble to become great in the kingdom of heavens. But when the same spirits have advanced in space and time, pride and ignorance acquire other transformations. They are obliged to represent their school in life in another psychology. From the moment in which the human generation knew the divine mandate that says, Thou shalt not adore any images, temples, or any resemblance, all the temples of the earth should have disappeared. But it has not happened that way. The human pride wanted it that way. The temples and churches, instead of recognizing the Lord's word, have been used as schools of prudishness throughout the centuries. The harm is greater than the benefit. Every spirit who arrives in the kingdom of heavens sees with terror that the so-called church is unknown in the kingdom of heavens that it would have been better for him not to have known it. There are millions and millions of wasted seconds in the material adoration. Each second of time used by the Spirit in his life is weighed and judged in the divine solar scales, and each second of work lived corresponds to an attained heaven or to one celestial world. For there is no world that has no heaven, and the greater the difficulty in that second of work was, the greater is the award in that divine addition. The more humbler the work was, the greater is the award in the kingdom of heavens. The celestial sciences arrive to all the worlds, The earth has already finished its period of trials, apart from the last ones, for every world returns to the eternal reality sooner or later. This reality in general surprises the worlds who believe to be living the true reality. There is no true reality when one has violated the divine law. The perfect reality is the one that does not give place to a conscious unease. If the earth is going to have a crying and gnashing of teeth, it's because it has not lived the true reality. The unconscious accuses it. It has lived in illusion. 
it has grown apart by means of comfort from the true eternity. The so-called science of good is not anything but the philosophy of money which builds the human spirit's hope up. It entertains him, but it does not make him advance. Wealth is not wisdom. It is the greatest barrier that merit has. Every rich shall curse wealth, for the celestial points of his own spirit becomes reduced to one sole philosophy, and that philosophy is alien to the divine commandments. It does not have eternity, for no rich enters the kingdom of heavens, even if he has been the greatest genius. Just as the vice of alcohol wastes the brilliant intelligences, so does the enjoyment of wealth turn the heavens away from the spirit. There are many kinds of wealth, but the most despised one is that by which their own brothers undergo suffering. While one is rich, the other is poor. The yoke comes out of the own human spirit. The human pride, in its disproportionate ambition, passes and stamps on the divine word. The Divine Word says, everybody is born equal, everybody is the child of one sole father. Who created inequality? The demons who want to have more than it takes. Those who confuse the own spiritual effort with the damned personal ambition. Those demons who measure everything with a meter of gold imposing on others the same yoke that they themselves drag. They are blinds leading other blinds in their own selfish philosophy, a supreme symbol of the backward spirits who still live and feel the influence of their own darkness, of possessing what is not theirs, of what belongs to everybody. Written by Alpha and Omega. We are sharing the new revelation, the celestial science of the divine Lamb of God. <laughs>